You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. There is a bunch going on. We have quite the active week ahead of us with three events occurring. Virgo season begins, giving us the opportunity to boost our ego through being useful. And interestingly, Mercury is shifting into retrograde motion on the same day the sun goes into Virgo. And I say this because Mercury happens to be in Virgo right now at the same time as in its sign of rulership. And its retrograde is happening on the same day as Virgo season. So this should give us the opportunity to re-examine the things in our lives that need polishing. Mars will enter Libra for the first time in two years, which can motivate us to take action on the things that need balancing in our lives. And it's a week of mostly sun transits, giving us the opportunity to work on our sense of self. Looking at the vibes on the graph, they're absolutely showing the quality of the week that we're going to have. Mental energy will be present throughout the whole entire week, and there will be a steady stream of it. As a matter of fact, there's a little bit of a curve to it. It's not peaking and valleying. One of the reasons for this is Mercury will be still. Mercury will be stationing as it's going into its retrograde motion. So when we have some like that, the mental energy in itself can sometimes be static. So it may give us moments where our brains are mentally sharp or we could have moments where we're mentally foggy or just more or less just in autopilot in terms of our thoughts. This mental energy will intersect psychic energy, social energy, romantic energy at the beginning of the week, ambitious energy throughout the week. The ambitious energy is lasting from the 23rd up until about the 25th and that romantic energy picks back up as we start getting from the 24th to the 25th. By the time we get to the 25th though there will be some solitude energy with a smidge of ambition popping up on the 26th to 27th. So this week has a variety of energies, some fun, some flirty, and others where we might want some space to ourselves. Especially with the 25th and over the weekend we've got some Saturn transits and some harder hitting transits going on that might cause us to want some space to ourselves. At the same time, we might want to take the edge off by having a little bit of company. It's going to vary with some of the energies that are popping up. So yeah, what a week we have ahead of us. Let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 21st, the sun's making a quincunx with Pluto. Under this influence, we can see where we lack insight when it comes down to our ego. So a vibe like this can call to our attention issues where we might have some power struggles with people or we lack insight to the fact that we're behaving in a jealous manner, are overly competitive with other people, and also issues where we may project onto other people. And also this could show up as needing to get our egos fed through attention from others. In other words, getting validation from other people. So because this is a quincunx, this shows where we lack a lot of self-awareness about these types of behaviors, these behaviors that aren't serving us, these behaviors that may create drama for us with other people. So it could be a day of dealing with some of those issues. It could be a day where we end up taking action on some of those issues. And it could show up in other people. It could be a day of dealing with people who have those specific types of issues. And of course, they lack insight into it. And I'm not saying that, you know, this is one of those things where you give someone a pass for that or you outright 
might fight someone over that, but something to be aware of if you're dealing with people who are unconscious about their behavior. And we'll have to be mindful of just going overboard and lacking insight when it comes down to those things because the next day, Venus is making a square with Jupiter. And although this is a complex alignment, it's not the hardest of the most complex alignments. As a matter of fact, when Venus and Jupiter get together, especially in a hard transit, we tend to be way more celebratory than we normally are. So a combo like this truly revs up the need to do the most. And this happens to be a Venus retrograde alignment and a Jupiter retrograde alignment. Jupiter is in its pre-shadow. Jupiter will be going retrograde in September, the beginning, the first week of September. But we're only getting one of these alignments because the next time these guys will screw each other will be next year. However, it can teach us something in the interim. In other words, with this happening during a Venus retrograde and a Jupiter pre-shadow, it may show us our relationship to access. It may show us where we need to work on our relationship to overdoing it, over splurging, overindulging when it comes down to booze and food and anything else that we consume. Or it could be situations where we're dealing with avoidance. We're wanting to be pleasant. We're wanting to keep the peace. We're wanting harmony. So we're avoiding unpleasant things in our lives. We're avoiding things that need to be taken care of, especially when it comes down to money, sometimes with relationships because we are dealing with Venus stuff, but it could show up as avoiding the unpleasantries in romantic situations and the way we're spending money. A vibe like this can give a little bit of a problematic tone on its own without both planets being in retrograde cycles, but because of the retrograde, this is definitely something that we want to review and be mindful of, and it could be a day of re-examining things. Otherwise, it's a very fun alignment. It's a festive alignment. It's good for having fun as long as you're being mindful of your behavior and just making sure you're not overdoing it. Honestly, that's going to be very necessary. The beginning of the week is one of those beginnings of the week where we definitely need to be mindful of the things that we're doing because we also have on that same day Mars making an opposition with Neptune. And because this is not an alignment we get very often, it can have a more potent effect to it. Mars and Neptune make their oppositions every two years or so, depending on the Mars retrograde cycle. And so we haven't had this one since 2021. The last time this exact alignment occurred was September 2nd, of 2021. And it was in the same Mars sign. Mars was in Virgo. And of course, Neptune has been in Pisces for forever. And this is no different. This is this time around. It's coming towards the end of Neptune in Pisces and Mars in Virgo because Mars will be going into Libra at the end of the week. And so before it does this, it's going to make this opposition with Neptune, which could create moments where we're feeling foggy about taking a lot of actions in our lives. We could be feeling this energy for a bunch of days since they're both slow moving planets. And so for a bunch of days, even though we have that ambitious energy and that ambitious energy will hopefully mitigate mitigate things, we may have moments where we're feeling directionless. We may have moments where we're lacking motivation. So there could be a few days where we're just having to push through harder than we normally do. With Mars-Neptune alignments, they tend to bring out this off-kilteredness when it comes down to our energy levels. So we could have moments where our energy is perfectly fine, but we can also have moments where our energy feels drained more than normal. Neptune in hard alignments to the sun, Mars, and Saturn brings a draining quality to it. So this could be a day where we just don't feel as zippy as we normally do. Although that Venus-Jupiter situation may bring about that sort of vibe, this could still also aggravate the situation in terms of just not feeling motivated. As a matter of fact, with that Venus-Jupiter thing happening on that day, we may be more lazier than usual, and then having 
this with it doesn't help the situation. But if you are feeling unclear, if you have the luxury to, try to wait for the right moment to take action on things. When you get in alignment like this, it is not the time to take action. It is a time to prepare, but also make sure you review things, make sure you proofread things, make sure you edit things and then come back to it when you're clear because otherwise there could be mishaps within this energy. And with this Mars being in Virgo, we wanna make sure everything is nice and tidy and polished. And another thing to be aware of, especially combined with that Venus-Jupiter situation that's going on today, be very mindful about what you consume. Be very mindful that you are not going off the deep end with the things that you put in your body. Sometimes with Mars-Neptune situations, we can act on impulsivity and overdo it when it comes down to drinking and other excesses or escapism, substances and things like that. And you want to make sure that you are being very mindful about what you are consuming. And also it could be a day of feeling more anxious than normal. It could also be a day of not being aware of our temper and how it's coming across to people with an energy like this. So it is definitely a very foggy, off-kilter sort of energy that can inflate nervousness, but also temperament issues as well. On the 23rd, we enter Virgo season. Happy birthday, Virgos! It's your time to be pristine. As we lead the playful and dramatic style of Leo, we shift to an approach that's hardworking and more modest. Virgo season ushers in a time where we become more concerned with taking care of business. We become more concerned with polishing the unsightly things in our lives. We become more concerned with self-improvement and just really tidying up the mess that maybe we created over the summertime. And I say that because Virgo naturally comes right after Leo. It comes right after cancer. Cancer season opens up the summer, Leo season sets the summer, and Virgo season ends the summer. And at the end of summer, we're starting to clean up everything that we kind of did and the stuff that we neglected over that time. Cancer and Leo season is all about enjoying ourselves. It's all about having fun. It's all about getting in the vibe of summer. It's about going with our friends to the best venues and concerts, eating a shit ton of barbecue and other summer treats, and just lounging in the sun, lounging in a pool doing all the fun leisurely things that we do over the summer. So when Virgo season comes in, it's time to pack some of those summer clothes up. It's time to dial it back in. For some people, get ready to go back to school. For some people, getting their children back into school. But overall, it's a time to really get back on our grind because what's coming is the colder seasons. What's coming is is the harvest time. And so this is where we start rolling up our sleeves and pitching in and doing what's necessary to ensure stability through the cold months, which is one of the representations of Virgo. Virgo is carrying that shaft of wheat and corn, symbolizing that hard work of the harvest, but also using your discernment to pick the best quality things to enhance your life. So under this sign's energy, our egos get a considerable boost for pitching in. Our egos get a considerable boost for being of service to other people. And we absolutely get a considerable boost for making the most of our time. So this could be a period where you're feeling more productive. Even though Mercury is going retrograde on that same day, and Mercury will be retrograde until about September 15th, and of course I'll get to that, I'm getting ahead of myself, it's still a nice way to mitigate some of that energy in terms of feeling motivated to get things done in terms of feeling motivated to improve your life and even though it isn't going to be drastic changes through virgo energy we take little tweaks to things so this could be a period where you're feeling like you're dialing it back on a few things this could be a period of making certain adjustments to your schedule to your regimen or things that you need to shift in order to enhance your life but it could truly be a phase of making small changes that will end up resulting in big improvements over time. 
Of course, there is a lower expression when it comes down to this energy as there is any time a planet is in a sign. And this is no different. And with this energy, we have to be aware of over-improving. We have to be aware of perfectionism, being unsure of ourselves, being overly anxious that things aren't as polished as we'd like them to be, and nitpicking everything that may not be up to our standards. But it should be an interesting Virgo season for sure with this Mercury retrograde. We had Mercury retrograde going on during Virgo season last year, so it did spend a small portion of its retrograde in its governing sign. But now that we're here and we are back in a Mercury retrograde in Virgo, we're going to get the full-bodied experience since this planet is not dipping into Libra or dipping into any other signs. And by other signs, it would dip back into Leo if it was in a lower degree. This planet went into its pre-shadow on August 3rd. So think about what kind of Virgo and themes were going on in your life. Where were you trying to regain orderliness in your life? These shadow periods give us our theme that we'll see throughout the retrograde. So over this last two and a half weeks or so, were there things that was brought to your attention or you started slowly trying to resolve regarding polishing the unsightly things in your life? With Virgo energy, we get the nudge needed to work on perfectionism issues. Although Virgo does cause us to work on making something better and improving things and perfecting things, there are times where that energy can get out of hand. And so if you were one of those people feeling as though perfectionism was derailing you, it was getting in the way of good enough, this retrograde can be a time to work on that. It could be a period to work on imposter syndrome because that also comes within that perfectionism umbrella. On the flip side of this, has this been a period where you're seeing that something is off kilter in terms of being detail-oriented? In other words, have you been missing the details? Have you not necessarily been caring about the presentation of something? And if this is the case, it could be a time to tune that up. That way you become more tidy, focused, and detail-oriented. Another way that this could show up is working on your schedule. Through this shadow period, you might have gotten themes about working on what's off kilter in terms of your regimen, your daily activities and overall how you're spending your time. So has this been a period where you're becoming more conscious of something that needs to be worked on in that area? Are you starting to see that you need better time management skills? Or even seeing that having a chaotic routine is really throwing you off. It's really dysregulating things in your life and including your body. So this could also be a period of focusing on health, focusing on your wellness, focusing on your mind-body connection, along with incorporating it into a really good regimen, a really good schedule. On the flip side of this, it could be a period where you're seeing where a routine has become too rigid. It could be a period to find a more sustainable schedule that's not overburdening you, that's not burning you out because in Virgo energy, sometimes we can get a bit burnt out if we're overworking ourselves or if we're being too stringent with the things that we're doing in terms of, again, our wellness, our health, our bodies. There always has to be a happy medium when it comes down to all these things because that's honestly the answer in terms of having some sort of balance with all of that. So if you veer on either extreme, this could be your period to fix all of that, to tweak those things. Has this been a period where you're understanding that you need to reinvest energy into yourself? Virgo energy is all about being useful. It is all about being of service to others and doing what's best for others, rolling up your sleeves and making sure you're taking care of others. And then sometimes that can become unhealthy. And so this could be a period of working on that. This could be a period of working on pouring more energy into others rather than yourself, working on filling up your own cup, ensuring that you're having healthy boundaries. One of the good things about Virgo energy is 
is it does have healthy boundaries, but there can be, again, that extreme case N where it does veer on the side of it is overdoing it for everybody else and not itself, leading to feeling indentured and indebted to everybody around you. Of course, on the flip side of that, has this been a period where you're realizing that you need to pitch in more? You need to be available more. You need to be more helpful when it comes down to the other people in your life. Another way that this could show up too is sometimes we know that there's only so much we can do for other people. However, we're wanting to help them, but we know that that might come at a cost to us. So this could be a period where you're realizing that someone may need to help themselves rather than you coming in. A lot of the times people change on their own and when they're ready to. And this could be a period where it's not that you're completely washing your hands of the person, but you're not allowing yourself to take on any more responsibility for the situation because it's gotten out of hand and you're realizing that this person needs to help themselves and it's not your job to repair everything. Another thing that can show up with this energy is, has there been something that you've been trying to get resolved in terms of documents, in terms of paperwork, in terms of any details, in terms of anything to do with gadgets, gizmos, technology, and things like that because one of the things that's going to happen here with this being in Virgo we are going to have more of a classical Mercury retrograde theme popping up since Mercury happens to be in one of its signs just like when we had a Mercury retrograde in Gemini we got all those classical glitchy themes we got all those classical make sure your documents are in order and things like that so this could be a period where you're having to make sure all of that's back on track this could also be a period of coming back to resolve some that maybe didn't get worked through during the last Mercury retrograde that we had in back at the end of April and through May. And again, or since the shadow period, this is something that you might've been dealing with when it comes down to the details of, again, contracts, memberships, documents, and things like that. Mercury goes direct on September 15th and it will go out of its shadow on the 29th. The signs that'll feel this retrograde more than others will be the mutable modality. Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces between 6 to 22 degrees of these signs. So if you have any chart points and placements in these signs, then you're going to feel this retrograde more than others. On the 25th, Mars is going to make a trine with Pluto, which could help us in terms of taking control of our lives. In other words, we could feel more driven than usual to improve our circumstances and any scenarios that have gotten out of hand. This is one of the reasons why we were seeing that drive and ambition throughout the chart. Having an energy like this, despite some of the stuff that's going on with Mars, with the Neptune situation, this can help us push through. And even though it's a trine and usually trines are very easygoing energy, these two planets are go-getters. These two planets are high octane. So it could give us the nice needed boost and push we need in order to get through some of our obstacles, in order to tackle some of the challenges that we have. What this does is it gives us some focused energy and that focused energy can really help through some of the cloudy stuff that may be going on due to the Mercury retrograde and again Mars and that Neptune situation. So this could give us a good push in the right direction. If we were feeling directionless during that Mars-Neptune thing, this may rejuvenate us and help us get back on track. Also, an energy like this is great for asserting ourselves healthily. So this could be a day where we're speaking our minds and we're able to throw our weight around healthily. So it's not coming off in a domineering way. It's not coming off in a power struggly sort of way. It's coming off in a way that ended up not ruffling many feathers. So an energy like this could really help us be bold in a way that commands attention, but for the right reasons. One of the good things about this is it can show us where we need to work on our temper. It can show us where we need to transform our attitude. So this could be a day where we're getting that nudge to go in the right direction. Obviously not an overnight thing. Anytime stuff like that happens, it's never overnight. It's usually just that point that we need. So that way we start the process of actually doing so. And it's nice to have that constructive energy that day because we also 
also have a Venus semi-square Mars situation happening on the 25th. We had a similar transit like this in the form of a semi-sextile. And now we're getting the semi-square. This is a one-time deal. This isn't really hitting afterwards. So this is kind of a part two to what we had about a week ago. And energy like this is great in some ways, but it does have certain things about it that could be problematic when it comes down to relationships and finances. On the healthy end of this energy, it could be a day where we're wanting to experiment more love life wise. It could be a day where we're feeling passionate. We're feeling more daring when it comes down to romance. Our energy levels are up. We're experiencing moments where we're feeling more adventurous in terms of the dates that we go on, in terms of doing something new and fresh if we're in a romantic relationship that's already committed or even doing something new and fresh in our love lives if we're single. On the other hand, with this energy, it can bring up petty disputes. So if there are petty disputes that were going up on the 12th about a relationship, this can bring that out. This tends to rev up that toxic side in romantic unions from the petty stuff to jealousy to retaliating in some sort of way with your partner if you feel like you've been wrong. So it is absolutely something to be mindful of in this energy. On the 27th, Mars will enter Libra for the first time in two years. The last time Mars was in Libra was on September 15th through October 30th of 2023. So about approximately two years or so, give or take. One of the reasons why it takes Mars so long to go through the Zodiac is it has about a two and a half year cycle of traveling around the sun. And so we get these ingresses slower than we do with Venus, Mercury, and the sun. Also, Mars's retrograde leaves it in a sign for about a good six to sometimes eight months depending on the zodiac sign so it takes a while for mars to get to these places like we commonly see with the sun venus and mercury and one other thing to note mars happens to be in detriment while it's in libra this is due to the aries libra relationship aries is the opposite of libra aries is ruled by mars and therefore mars traveling through its opposite sign can sometimes run into snags it's not to say that this doesn't have its great points. It's not to say that this doesn't have its good points, but a pairing like this can have its glitches. Mars is about self-determination, self-motivation. It is about your own identity. It is about taking action. It is about decisiveness. It is about being victorious. It is about being assertive. And again, going on your own journey. Libra is about our one-on-one -on -one relationships. It's how we relate to others. It's about sharing in the process. It's about harmony and peace and the benefits of being in one-on-one -on -one relationships, whether they be platonic, whether they be romantic, just the benefits of others overall. So when you combine this energy with Mars, there could be a bit of a tug of war when it comes down to those themes since they're so opposite of one another. Now, does that mean that we won't have a good time in this energy? Absolutely not. The great thing about this energy is it's really social and it gets us motivated to take actions when it comes down to our social lives, when it comes down to our important relationships in our lives, especially. An energy like this helps us direct our focus on our love life. Libra is always a sign associated with love. Libra also comes around cuffing season. Mars has to do with what we do in the bedroom and passion. And so in this way, we could be more focused on improving the quality of our love lives. So if you're single, this could be a time where you're taking more actions to ensure that you're attracting someone that can actually be a partner. Because in Libra energy, we're seeking partners. It's not necessarily for play. Not saying that that can't happen and it can't be casual, but this is a more committal sort of energy. This is a more committal sort of Mars itself. So if you've been looking for something like that, this may be a time where you're putting yourself out there more. This may be a time where you're attracting those types more to yourself. When it comes to already established unions, this could be a time where you're taking action to ensure that you're really applying yourself when it comes down to romance. You're becoming an active participant into your relationship and not just letting things just kind of be as they are, letting things, neglecting 
fixing things in that relationship. So it could truly be a time to make sure the connection is stronger. It can be a phase where you're doing more things that are more demonstrative than normal when it comes down to your romance. Because this energy is very collaborative, we can be focusing on our other relationships as well. This could be close friends. So it could be a period to make sure you're taking actions to either get back in touch with friends or actively make sure you're hanging out with them and being a participant within that relationship. If you happen to do business or you happen to be a creator, this could be a time where you're being more collaborative with others. It could be a time for meeting network meeting networking partners or getting involved with business ventures with other people. Overall, working on your relationship with anyone who may be a potential business partner or is already a business partner. But with all these relationships, it could be a period of ensuring that there's equilibrium in every single one of these unions because you're looking to develop situations that bring you peace and harmony in terms of the people that you interact with. And speaking of fairness, this could be a time to ensure that you're taking the right actions to ensure that you have fairness in your world. So if there are situations that are uneven, this may be a time where you're finding ways to balance that. Sometimes that could be unions that are unfair in a lot of ways because it may be a one-sided situation and you're realizing that it's a time for you to pull back a little bit until you see that there's some sort of fairness or just leave the situation alone overall. And this doesn't have to just be romantic. This could be other unions where there's a lack of balance. Some of this can be seen on a collective level as well. Mindfulness is another area that takes center stage within this energy. So we could be seeing actions from others where it's concerned with bringing peace to others or taking steps to ensure that someone is getting the advocacy they need because maybe they're part of the voiceless community. Maybe they're disenfranchised in some sort of way. And Libra energy is about making sure that there is some sort of equilibrium for everyone. And so this could be a time where we're seeing more of that. Or on a personal level, it could be you advocating for someone that you care about. Even advocating for a coworker that might be being treated unfairly. But overall, energy like this is really positive and it's really helpful, especially, like I said, when it concerns other people. Of course, there is a lower vibration as there is anytime there is a sign change. And with this, because of the nature of its energy, there can be issues with aggressiveness. And the thing with Libra energy is, it's about maintaining the peace at all costs. And the problem with that is sometimes you have to speak up. Sometimes you got to disrupt the peace. And this energy can bottle up certain things in order to ensure that things are harmonious and easy. And that ends up leading to resentment. That ends up leading to passive aggressive behavior. On the really unhealthy end, sometimes there could be dealings with those who exhibit covert aggression. So if there are problems that are going on, try to speak your mind because during this period, during the six weeks, Mars is traveling through Libra. We, some of us might have problems expressing ourselves. That Mars is going to hit that south node too. And so that's really going to inflate a lot of the lower vibrational Libra qualities. Like I was talking about in that north node in Aries, south node in Libra podcast. So this may be the time where we're seeing more of that Libra activation in terms of some of the lower qualities that can pop up under this. Also, we have to be aware of being self-serving when it comes down to the justice that we're seeking. Sometimes in this energy, it has the right intentions in terms of wanting justice, but sometimes we have to be mindful that we're not doing it from a place of self-servingness. Also, we have to be mindful that we're not seeking equilibrium for ourselves rather than other people. Sometimes people want balance, but they want the balance for them and they're not necessarily considering the other party. And this is where it can get tied up in that Mars energy of being about the self. There can be a tug of war when it comes down to that. So it's something to be mindful of. Other than that, let's use this transit to work on improving our unions and bringing a bit of harmony to our lives. 
On that same day, we have some particularly harder energies occurring. The sun's going to make an opposition with Saturn, which marks the halfway point of the Saturn retrograde. So we're about 50% done when it comes down to this regressive cycle. We only have up until about November to go. November, Saturn will be going direct. But until then, we have some more energies that will be popping up. And this one in particular can be quite potent. An energy like this can feel quite gloomy and it has a karmic tone to it. So under this influence, we might be dealing with things that we need to take care of. We may be faced with reality when it comes down to dealing with our responsibilities, taking ownership of our problems, rolling up our sleeves when need be, growing up in areas where we lack a lot of maturity, looking at the areas where we have no boundaries at all, or we're too limiting in the way we do things. But overall, an energy like this is about where we lack a lot of discipline, where we lack a lot of practicality, because it's tied with the sun. A lot of this could do with our ego. So there could be certain things with our ego that we need to absolutely fix to get to the next level. Some of this may be through seeking validation from the wrong sources instead of getting validation within ourselves, expecting things to just land in our lap and not doing the hard work that we need to get where we need to get. And overall, a pompous attitude. So a vibe like this forces us to face reality and start to consider what's no longer practical, where we need to work on these things and how we need to improve our lives in order to reap the rewards later. On top of that, that same day, the sun is making a sesqui quadrate with Chiron, which could further add to a gloomy tone to the day. With the Sun-Saturn stuff and this, this is why we were seeing solitude over the weekend. This could be a day where we're having a little bit more self-doubt than normal. We could feel more anxious than normal. We could feel as though we need more outside validation in order to make ourselves feel better. In other words, getting compliments from other people, getting attention from other people. We may be looking for those things in order to give ourselves a nice boost to our confidence, but they may not be attainable on that day with energy like this. And again, that's not always the healthiest thing. It's not to say that, you know, Sometimes it's okay if you do that, but if it's your default to get your confidence up, it could be problematic down the line. So yeah, what a week. We had a lot going on. It will absolutely be anything but boring over these next seven days. So capitalize on the good parts and work on the things that need healing in your life. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.